There are valuable lessons in this story to help us understand why faith may falter. Number one, fear of failure. You see, fear of failure is failure in itself. For God has not given us a spirit of timidity, but of power and love and sound mind or discipline. 2 Timothy 1, 7. The Lord doesn't want us to yield to our fears, but to clinch to his promises. God wants us to clinch to his promises. Like the Israelites, we have every reason to believe in God. We have every reason to believe that because of the experiences of God's faithfulness, he will take us to where he says he will take us. Like Israelites, we have reasons to believe in God. And we're not supposed to, to, to doubt in God. So remember, fear of failure is failure. And there are people today who venture into nothing because they think, if I do, I will fail. They think, I'll fail. Number two, false information. Although all ten spies saw the same things in Cana, only Caleb and Joshua trusted God. Yes. You know, the rest, they also the same thing, but they carry different informations. But Joshua and Caleb trusted God because they remembered his faithfulness in delivering them from Egypt. They remembered the faithfulness. You see, when you remember the past, then you can guide your future. But the rest did not. The rest said it was not possible. So they carry wrong information. And there are people today who are receiving wrong information. And you are making decisions based on somebody's perceptions, which is not even centered on scripture. And you are deciding for yourself and your future and your destiny, your ministry. Somebody is telling you some, some wrong things, some wrong things, and you are carrying them. And, and you are making big mess of your life. And after 10 years and 20 years, you still come back to the same old place. Oh, you'll be rich over here. You'll do better here. You'll be rich over here. You'll be rich here. Hey, you know what? If you're doing your own business, you do this. If, uh, you know, if you're your own founder, you do this. If you're your own general officer, you do this. And we're hearing all kinds of things. Wrong information. They don't tell you what you will encounter. But they tell you, oh, you know, if you have your own ministry, if you have all this, if you have all that, all kinds of things. I remember some, some years ago, somebody walked to my wife and I and said, you know something, if you begin your own ministry, I'll give you $1 million. I'm saying $1 million. United States dollars, not cities. But that person did not tell me what, what other things I will encounter after receiving the $1 million. We said, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we'll consider it. Thank you. But the moment he left, I knew there was nothing for me to consider. And don't, don't ever make a mistake to think that I didn't need $1 million. Even now, I need that $1 million. I need it to go to villages, to go to towns, to build churches in all over the place. I need that money. But it was the wrong information. It wasn't coming from God. There are people that are living their lives on such things. The other 10 men gave the congregation false information by predicting that they could not overcome the people of the land. 
foolishly the people listening to the wrong voices and believe the dire prediction. Don't venture. You die. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. But what is God saying? What has God said about it? You know, there's supposed to be some, a certain balance in your work with God. Sometimes you're going to hear God say, go. When you hear God say, go, it doesn't matter whatever thing that is there. When God says go, you got to go. And sometimes you know everything depicts, everything shows, everything invites you, come. But God says, stay. Simply learn to know the voice of God. Simply learn to hear the voice of God. And when you hear God's voice, that one, it doesn't matter who is speaking. It doesn't matter whatever promises. It doesn't matter whatever opportunities are coming there. Do not follow. A good friend of mine has served in a certain organization for several years. And then when it was time for him to move on, all right, the boss called him and said, so what, what, what do you need? Oh, do you want a land? I want to build you a house. I want to buy you a car. I want to do this. I want to do that. All kinds of promises. But the young man looked at it and said, he told the boss, he said, I'll be so foolish to accept all this offer when I've heard God telling me I must move on. All right? And there's a point in time, everything now depicts that, ah, you got to stay. When you stay, you, you get money, you get wealth, you get this, you get prestige, you get this dinner, or we'll, we'll, we'll fly you abroad, or your children, we'll take them to school, we'll do this, we'll do that. You can hear those things, but you know in your heart, these are wrong info. And there are times also, it's like, you know, everything out there doesn't look so promising. But that is where God says, you must go. So all these things is based on information. And not just information, but information from the right source. Information from God. If you can pick information from God and apply it to your life, that is when you start seeing progress in life. Number three, failure to recall the lost past power. Failure to recall. The congregation's response to the situation was not based on the proven capability of God, but on themselves and their inability to conquer the land he had promised them. You know, anyone that has sat under my feet or who has ever prayed together with me will tell you that there is one prayer I've always prayed. I say, God, anything that I can do or anything that I do, the men will say, oh, Elvis, oh, you've done well. Oh, we are not even surprised. Oh, we were even expecting you to do this. Oh, you've done it. I say, God, I don't want it in my life. Any certain only come to prove that you didn't do it. But God, if you're going to do things in my life, I pray. Do things that anyone that knows me, when they see it or when they hear it, they can say, what are you saying? Elvis did it? Oh, no. It's not true. I know Elvis. You know, I know he has a certain strength. But to this extent, oh, no, 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 no. He can't do it. There must be a force behind him. That's what I want. Now, what that means is that anytime that God asks you to do something, 
He will ask you to do something that is bigger than you. So do not focus on your own capabilities. But look at the past glory and the past power that God has displayed in your life to tell you that if he did it in the future, the God that brought you out of Egypt through the Red Sea, across the mountains, that caused the Egyptian army to drown. Why you walk dry ground? They drowned in it. That God has not left you. The God that fed you with manna, the God that gave you that water to drink out of the stone. How dare you forget such a great God? But they did. They did. They forgot. Can you remember some testimonies in your life? Can you remember some things that the Lord did when you thought nothing good was going to come out of it? Can you recollect how God delivered you? How God gave you a job? How God gave you a wife? How God gave you a husband? How God gave you a child? How God led you and gave you perfect health that today you are still alive? Can you remember these things? Can you remember? If you can remember this, then the message for you is that the God of yesterday is still the God of today and he shall remain the God of tomorrow. He's able to bring it to pass. Don't doubt him. Don't doubt him. He's able to do it. So Bible makes us understand we shouldn't fail in such circumstances of our life. The congregation's response to the situation was not based on the proven capabilities of God but you and I must base our lives on his proven capabilities. Although the Lord had demonstrated his power through their miraculous deliverance from Egypt and the parting of the Red Sea, all this was in the face of what they perceived as an insurmountable obstacle. I declare to you today, when you are dealing with God, there is no situation that is unsurmountable. Everything can be surmounted. Everything can be overcome. I don't care what circumstances are saying. I don't care what the weather is. I don't care the predictions. I don't care what happened to others. But if it is God who is leading you, who is guiding you, who spoke to you to move out, I'm telling you that it may not start well, but it's going to end well. It's not always how you begin. It's not always based on how you begin. You may begin as a poor man, but that's matter you end as a poor man you may begin even as as barren but it doesn't mean you end as barren one day i remember jacob prayed and said oh my god i'm not worthy of all these messes that you have shown me with my staff i crossed this jordan but now i've become a company i tell you god will take you out of nothing and make you do something it takes you out of nothing to make you into something. So don't let anyone judge you by your current situation and circumstances. Look up to the God that called you, knowing that he will lead you and you will succeed in this journey. You will succeed in this journey. You will succeed in this journey because you are not alone. Yes, only two of the spies believe that the Lord would empower them to conquer the land. May you be one of the two. May you be one of the two. May you and your spouse be the two. May you and your partner be the two. Be a woman of faith. Be a man of faith. May your faith never fail. In the name of Jesus. And guess what? If God had empowered Egypt, if God had overpowered Egypt, surely he could overcome the people of Cana. Egypt was overpowered to the point where they parted 
with their gold ornaments, their resources, they gave it to them. What a God that we serve. They followed and they were drowned. It, look, he that destroyed Egypt and drowned them. I'm saying to you today, he shall drown every enemy ahead of you. Any witch ahead of you shall be drowned. Any necromancer ahead of you shall be drowned. Any hater ahead of you shall be drowned. The haters ahead of you, the haters waiting to destroy you, they shall all be drowned. They shall be drowned. So fear not. If God had overpowered Egypt, he would do it for you also. Then we also have, number four, failure to see circumstances from God's perspective. Failure to see circumstances from God's perspective. The Israelites look at the giants and fortified cities through human eyes. But Joshua and Caleb saw them to the lost eye. Message. Learn to see how God sees. Learn to perceive how God perceives. Learn to understand how God understands. And if you follow God by these guidelines, I am telling you, there is no situation that will ever confront you that you will ever give up. I don't care what it is. I don't care who failed over there. I don't care who fell over there. But if God said, I'm with you, I am with you. He says, so if God be for us, who can be against us? What can be against us? Nothing, nothing, no peril, no situation, nothing in the present, nothing in the future. No height or no death, no demon, no hunger, no peril, nothing, no adversity, no poverty, no nakedness. Nothing can separate you from the life of God. You are able to reach where God says you will reach. You will reach. So to bless us. He's almighty, and he will accomplish whatever he promises us. Focusing on the obstacles rather than on the Lord. That's another, another failure. Focusing on the obstacles. Today, don't look at how big your problems are, but see how big your God is. You see, when you start seeing the bigness of God, your problems begin to diminish. But if you start seeing the bigness of a problem, then your God becomes so small in your eyes. My God can be diminished. From today, refuse to diminish your God. Refuse to diminish your God. Don't diminish your God because our God can't be diminished. Hallelujah. The people could only see defeat and death ahead because they saw their problems as bigger than God. Instead of looking ahead, to all that God had promised them, they looked back to Egypt. Hallelujah. Yes. Look ahead. Look ahead to the promise. Look ahead to where you are going. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. For the joy that was set before him. Remember, the joy is always set ahead of us. Our joy is not behind. Uh, you see, where we are coming from is important. Only as it guides us into the future. Good things, powerful things, failures, the good, the bad, and the ugly in Egypt. We thank God for them. They guide us into our future. But we refuse to live in them. Any people that live in their past are not wise. Any man, any woman that live in their past, they are not wise. Do not live in your past. Let your past only be a guide. 
Those that believed in Cana will get to Cana. But those whose heart was still in Egypt, they all fell by the roadside. Instead of looking ahead to all that God had promised, they looked back to Egypt. What they failed to recognize was that the Lord was bigger than giant and stronger than world cities. Today, I announce to you, the God that we serve is bigger than giants and stronger than world cities. There's no city, there's no wall that can withstand the God that we serve. When God says the walls are coming down, the walls are coming down. And today I prophesy over you that your walls are coming down. Every wall that has walled you away from your promised land, I declare by this prayer, they are coming down. May your walls come down. May the, your walls come down. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, may God uplift you and carry you and throw you into your promised land. Whatever enemy is ahead of you, we bring them down right now. And that is all because the Lord has said it. One thing that I've learned with God is that there's something we call amplification of steps. Amplification of steps. You see, when God speaks to you and says you, sh you should get up and go, when you hear that voice and you start going, God amplifies your, your steps. He amplifies your voice. Are you hearing what? God amplifies your voice. The same voice, you speak it out and they hear it differently. The same step, you land there and it sounds differently. Why? Because God is leading you. And there's a venture you must venture into at this moment. And I'm telling you, don't look at your resources. Don't look at your strength. Don't look at your abilities. Look at the strength of the God that we are serving because he's about to amplify you. May God amplify your steps. May God amplify your voice. May God multiply your resources the same resources when you put it there in the hands of god it gets multiplied when i hold a football in my hands the cost of that football the worth of it may just be like some 50 ghana cities but the same football in the hands of asamwajan oh it's multi-million dollars why in the same way also problems in your hands may kill you but problems in the hands of god you shall overcome you, you are more than a conqueror instead of looking ahead to all that god had promised they look back to egypt that should not be your story what they failed to recognize was that the lord was bigger than giant and stronger than world cities where is your focus when you are afraid or have a big problem what part does God play in your thoughts? Have you discovered that prayer makes every problem smaller? Do you know that prayer makes problems smaller? The same thing, when you pray about them, they become smaller. From today, start praying. How has listening to the wrong voices caused you to doubt the Lord? How has listening to the wrong people and the wrong voices has caused your ministry, has caused your family, has caused your marriage, has caused your business? Following wrong people and wrong voices, you are where you have always been. You are never making any progress because you chose to listen to wrong people. Have you focused on your own limited resources? When you see obstacles, when obstacles seem unsurmountable, you focus on your own resources or you depend on God's economy. Finally, 
What does God say about you and your situation? Read Philippians 4.13. Hmm? Philippians 4.13 will tell you that I can do all things to Christ who strengthens me. I recommend you to place your faith in God again. Ask God to forgive you for doubting him. Ask God to forgive you for saying that he couldn't help you. Tell God, I have made you too small in my eyes and I'm sorry. Lord, forgive me. May God bless you. May God keep you. And may God establish your going out and coming in till I come your way again. God bless you.